how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! I don't even want to start. I don't even want to start doing this. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pace and Power podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling. With me today is Pat. And I'm sure he's really happy in the, in the left. I'm not even going to let you speak this time. I'm just going to do your, <laughs> I'm gonna do your intro for you. Um, I'm sure you're happy. You know, you've got a fucking win against Burnley. How are you anyway? <laughs> no, I'm all right. I mean, yeah. I- uh, yeah, yeah. This week's, I yeah. feel like this week's definitely, definitely more about yeah. you. <laughs> um, real but, um, talk. We'll... I'm, so, I'm so glad Harrison's Wi-Fi isn't isn't working. <laughs> oh, so am I. I, I'd, I don't know if I'd even record. I think I, we just call it a day there. <laughs> Let the listeners make their own mind up as to what happened <laughs> the weekend. Um, yeah, we're rounding up all the weekend's action. Um, I guess we'll start the start of Arsenal. I want to build up to Tottenham. How, how was Burnley at the weekend? Um, it was it was the most sort of Burnley game you can imagine. It was all sort of um, all the defending we had to do was very like you know balls into the box, which for the most part we coped coped very very well with. Um, yet again, my concern though is about how we attack. Uh, it's just so bad, like mm. that. Whereas, because I've, I've said it time and time again with um, Arteta, we're, we're obviously trying to replicate the sort of suffocating possession football that City City use. Um, and City aren't even using it well this season themselves. Yeah. And they're much better than us. Um, but it's just, it's like the possession, but without the suffocating part. Like there's there's no point to it when when chances aren't being made. And to be fair to Arteta, this week I really do feel like the reason we didn't win by more goals than we did was actually sort of individual performances. Oh, Saka, Jesus, that is the worst I've ever seen him play. Um, and obviously, you know, I've got I've got no smoke for him. He's he's my favourite Arsenal player. He's he's brilliant, and he but he's he's clearly very tired from just just out of it from the Euros and everything. I still think he's. He's been he's been pretty crap for most of the games he's played, and he was really bad yesterday. Um, on on yeah yesterday, um, Abamyang can't win a single duel with anyone, and mm. he looks so slow now as well. Like it's going to be interesting because everyone said that as soon as he lost his pace, he'd be he'd be horrible, and he's lost that pace. So and it looks horrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pepe was a little better, but still bad. Um, Smith Rowe was bad as well. Really, really, yeah. Oh God, it was it was really disjointed. Um, hard to really find a reason for it other than because th- this one I don't really think was on Arteta. I, I think it was just like a couple of really key moments. The the final pass was was terrible. 
um there were both there were two times where we were on like a rapid counter-attack and if the ball had been put with the right amount of weight it's like a, a guaranteed goal both times but i think it was smith Rowe and pepe both both completely botched the final pass but enough moaning we won the game um turf moors the yeah the, the like the ultimate place to go and just get a scrappy one nil win and you, you end up mm. feeling quite good about it um tommy yasu uh i think spurs might have missed a trick with him to be honest with you uh and we'll get on to we'll get on to everson as well because yeah but um tommy yasu looks like a really good player a really good player and it's it might be a little too early to judge but Burnley is a really good litmus test of like physicality and wanting it mm. more and all that, all that bullshit. And I think he won every single like aerial duel he was involved with and yeah. really you know, pretty tidy in possession. He looks quick, man, which is what I was really worried about. Like when we got him, I was thinking he'd be basically like a center back playing right back, but he's, he's pretty quick and he's pretty like, I don't know. He's, he's quite agile as well for his size. Like he doesn't look too ungainly on the ball. Um, he's got a couple moves. I've been really impressed with him so far. So um, yeah, uh, Gabrielle as well. What a performance. Um, and not even the best performance in my book. I'll get onto who I think the best was, but Gabrielle on his day is I, I you know, and it's easy to overhype players after small amounts of time, but I really do think we've got a great defender on our hands with him. Um mm. He's just like he's he's an absolute monster. Um which for me highlighted worries that I'm starting to have already about Ben White. Um you know, he did okay in terms of like actually winning the ball in the air, which is what the spotlight has been on him for. But there are oh, some of his play like yeah, really nearly cost us the game with a, a, just a terrible back pass to, to really? Ramsdale. I thought that would be his, one of his big strengths was passing. Oh, bro, I, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen it, but like it was it was like literally the ultimate in in hospital passes, like just a lazy and lazy pass back with not enough weight on it, which you know the sort of ones where it just leaves the keeper in absolute no man's land. And Ramsdale did so well to actually like in the end not give away the penalty after mm. the like, VAR overturned it but it what it was oh, he, he, he didn't look good in possession which again is his whole big thing um and I think this is more about an off day because against Norwich he was great in possession but the actual defending he just doesn't seem that aware of space and the he was he, he was a back three defender for Brighton playing on the I think it was the left side and obviously he's having to get used to a you know a back two on the right hand side, which is completely different. But and he's young and obviously will improve and will settle into it. But I've really not been impressed so far with the actual defending. Which I know you're a you're a defend defensive purist. You know you want your defenders to defend, and I fullbacks not so much, but centre backs I completely agree. I definitely for the most part I as long as they can pass the ball reasonably well, I don't really care if they can do like defense splitting passes and that like it's yeah, nice yeah, it's, it's a nice it's a nice plus but paying heart like paying 50 50 mil on a defender who like for purely that reason where there's quite big question marks about how they defend we'll see how this one pans it's... out but i i and i hope he does well but i am not so sure about this one but <sighs> on the other just just quickly on the other hand my man of the match was ramsdale um in both games, he's been excellent, to be fair. <laughs> and I think this 
it's again too early to judge but this might be a case of you know that thing of whatever the Arsenal fan base wants do the opposite of it (laughs) (laughs) and it's just guaranteed because I think it might be true because like admittedly he's not had to do that much shot stopping I don't know what he's like at that um but in terms of his play out from the back and his command of the penalty area he's been so good like he claimed so many crosses against Burnley corners he dealt with no problem like he was always on them looked so confident looked so he, he looks I, I like Leno I'm a Leno apologist but this season like the difference between them so far has been night and day so he's he's got to be playing in the North London derby and I, I hope he will be because well I don't know. I'm not sure either goalkeeper would have too many shots to deal with. <laughs> don't, even mind, don't even remind me of that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but no, uh, so it, it was a, it was basically just like a hard-fought win. Um, oh, and Odegaard as well. He was, he yeah. was a great, great free kick. Um, just tidy in possession. Uh, Party was was really good as well. We, he had his work cut out from a little bit, because I don't know if you saw, but he was like a lone six. Yeah. Um, behind Smithrow and Odegaard he he was right. and he, no he was cover covering, there, basically. no yeah. he was lit- covering literally oceans of space by himself <laughs> and like he got subbed off on about 70 and he looked fucking dead <laughs> um which I, I think you know uh, this has been a talking point for like more than the season now but when party actually plays he's always excellent but his fitness it, it, he like He's a bit like the Lacazette of CDMs, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, good win. We're, you know, comfortably out of the relegation zone now. <laughs> with uh, our goal difference, is, and, and this is something I want to talk about a bit a bit later with Spurs, but um, our goal difference is minus seven. Jesus Christ, that's one of the worst in the league. Well, I mean, yes, I have to talk about Tottenham now. I I have no words for, for what happened today. I guess our that goal difference is now minus three. It's minus three. I, I, I was going to send this to the chat earlier, but I didn't. I, I was going to save it till now. I literally burst out laughing when they showed the, the top half of the table and literally every single team has a positive goal difference except Spurs, who are minus three. Um, yeah. I mean, today... Wow. What can you say? Um, a 3-0 Chelsea... How did you how did you feel going into the game? What were your expectations? What were your hopes? So, I'll, t- I'll give you the rundown. So, we usually I would have gone to a game like this at the stadium, but uh, for whatever reason I couldn't today, and a family friend was going. So, we, I went I went physically to Tottenham, and me and my yeah. brother watched the game in a pub along the high street upon which the yeah. stadium's on. So we were right in the Tottenham area and everything. And going to, I was a little bit confident. I sort of thought. You know, the great Jimmy Greve started today. I sort of thought like his spirit could spur us on almost. He did play for yeah. Chelsea as well, but like it's one of those things. He's, he's, a, top, he's a Tottenham legend, things. isn't he? Yeah. He's really your biggest your biggest yeah. ever legend, isn't he? Definitely. You'd argue he'd be one of the best one of if not the best player pre Premier League of all time. Yeah. Like he really is in that level. And I would have thought maybe that, that helped for something today. Obviously it didn't. Uh, we no. let him down personally. He also did play for Chelsea, so that that must account for something. But yeah. the first <laughs> the first half of the day, I thought we were we were miles on top. I we should agree. Have, we should have maybe should have scored. Like I'm not too sure. Like I reckon if we got if we went in one nil, I think that would have been fair. 
Um, yeah. Nothing too much in that. In the second half, I just, I just, I just don't know. I, I, what, what was that? Like it was, it was hopeless. The second half, like it, was, it, it, it was similar, similar to Palace last week, although not. Palace, there was there's definitely more BS involved with Palace, as I'll talk about a bit later. There was some BS today, though. Obviously, with Spurs, the part of the deal is you're just going to have to accept you're going to get <laughs> a fair amount of BS in the season. Um, the first goal for Chelsea, I didn't think that's BS. I think, you know, he should have been marked. That is what it is. Yeah. Um, we should have, we should have, you know, got up then and been like, okay, let's try and force this equaliser. And then the, the Kante goal. Um, Wasn't even going on target, I don't what? think. Yeah, what? it's just exact, exactly the kind of thing that would that would happen. If the, 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 bit, the bit I love though, right? And, and there's only really one angle you could see this from, but like, so Larice does that thing when, when, and it's not his fault at all, obviously, it's nothing you can do. But when keepers get wrong footed by the deflection, they're obviously sort of like they, they're rooted to the spot, and then in slow motion, they just watch where the ball's going. And there's a brief moment when the ball hits the post where like you could see Loris he like moves a bit and he's like oh shit this isn't going in and then it goes in and he just looks so deflated horrendous and even then right even then I thought well you know it's 2-0 like we, we're at home we can still do something it's just nothing just nothing yeah. um, there's certain people I want to call out um, and shame yeah Harry Kane bloody hell mate honestly um what was that? What the second <laughs> half? Like you, you want to go to Man City? City won't even take you if you do shit like that. Halves of football like that on the on the day, the day that the biggest top merchant of all time dies, the the man whose shoes you're meant to be filling, and you're putting a performance yeah. like that where you don't even touch the ball in the second half. You don't do anything. Did you see? Did you see what uh, Roy Keane had to say about him? I, I heard Roy Keane say something about his body language, but I didn't actually hear it. It was it was a, a typical sort of keenism about uh, he said something like oh Jesus Christ and then like talking about his body language um, tantamount to calling him fat basically but um, <laughs> this time I think he might have had a point like he was just sort of, in the second half he was just sort of trudging about and hmm. I, I think I don't know last season he was doing the same sort of thing in terms of positioning where you know he's picking up the ball around the center circle basically but. I don't know. I've never seen him move so slowly. And like, I, you know, it's, it's far too early in the season to be making any sort of claims about him being past it. But that hundred million is looking quite tasty now, to be honest. He, frankly, he was crap. He was fucking crap. And I don't even like, you you try and you try and justify we try every single game I'm trying to justify okay in every single game of the season for the last you know 10 years basically I'm trying to justify him <laughs> and he's putting in problems of that today especially when he said the stuff that he said in the summer I'm just like we don't need like if you're gonna play like that we don't need you you can just fuck off like you don't we don't need someone to just take up space and and misplace the ball and not do anything. You know, yeah. we've got Harry Winks for that. We can you know, Harry Winks is perfectly fine. <laughs> and he's actually a CDM, so he'll be yeah. in the right spot at least. <laughs> so I don't know. And the things with Kane, like going down the years, some of his very best performances in the Tottenham shirt have been against Chelsea. I remember yeah. his sort of breakout game as being maybe a star of the future was five three Chelsea, where he got a brace and he was yeah. he was unplayable, absolutely unplayable. 
And there's been other games since where he's been unbelievable. And today, what? What? Not, not the same player, yeah. I think a lot of it goes down to, obviously, there being no God in football and all that, and Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea, like, people saying yeah, that t- they... Were they good? Really? Were they? Well, they we'll were. talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about Chelsea after you've after you've had a chance to vent. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got a couple more names. I've got to run through. Yeah, I, uh, I want to hear these. Giovanni Lacelso. <laughs> I want him out personally. I think he. I think he's. He didn't offer anything, anything at all today. Nothing no. at all. Like, I forgot sometimes that he was playing. When he was playing, he misplaced the ball. Didn't do anything. If we're talking about take, if we're talking about taking up space, then. He, oh, his name has got to be mentioned. He, I just don't think he's very good, to be honest with you. I don't know as what he a, does. As a football player, I yeah. I don't know what he does. He doesn't he, do he's anything. Part, <laughs> he's part of this, he's part of this, like, w- would you call him a number 10 or like a number 10, number eight hybrid sort of thing? He, he's part of this new, like, new breed of number 10s who just aren't like creative really at all. They just run around. And what I was thinking, through, I, I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. What I was thinking throughout the whole game was like, this team misses Prime Ericsson so badly, so badly. Oh, like man. I was because because as much as you can dig out individual players, and there were players who were shit. Um, uh, Emerson, oh my god, he is. Well, yeah, I mean, again, two games in, can't really say anything. But um, but in general, I was just like, where where is the spur in the second half where is the spurs goal going to come where from? are the guys it's, where are the guys yeah wh- wh- where's who's who's the person who's going to unlock like and don don came off um why whoever skip <laughs> why he brought on like yeah he brought on he brought on skip two nil down he brought on skip why do you reckon he why? just do you reckon he just saw Tuchel bring kante on and score three goals and was like i can do that <laughs> um i think uh, Nuno yeah, has I, I thought- a fair amount to answer to today to be honest um, yeah. I thought those subs. Uh, why? It was just it was why? just throwing the towel in, wasn't it? Really. Um, the first half, I was sort of like, okay, we're back. This is much better. This this is so much better than most of the season. To be honest, we, we were very good. Um, Chelsea, of course, we have the storm in the BS where they do, and then scored three. I, we say three lucky goals. I'd say two lucky goals. I wouldn't say three. I wouldn't say three lucky goals. I would say three three goals that you hate to concede. Like oh yeah, one one utter BS, and then two from like I can't remember the Rudiger one was from a corner directly. I didn't even watch that. I was I was done by that point. Ball, I didn't. Ball, I don't even what happened there. Ball ricocheting around the penalty area after a corner, and like That's conceding crap. to two centre backs. I, I what is it with Chelsea? Like their centre backs are like their top scorers. It's horrible. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, something needs to be said about Chelsea. I hate Chelsea so much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if that institution burned to the ground tomorrow and, you know, it was no more, I'd, I'd rejoice, I'd celebrate. Um, yeah, yeah. I hate them so much. The football they play, the football they play is crap. You know, Marcos yeah, Alonso, it's... as he always does away against Spurs, had an absolute blast for some reason. He's a murderer. He, he shouldn't be playing football. Yeah, he, 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 was... he should be in, in, in the pen right now. <laughs> but no, he was playing. He was on the left side, of course, doing his thing. And like, this is the thing. It wasn't that like we were under constant pressure. Like people will, will, will say that XG, whatever. We weren't under constant pressure. Lukaku didn't really have a sniff as far as I'm concerned. Werner yeah. had one sniff, missed entirely. Apart from that, it was turgid midfield battle side to side, and then they yeah. scored two set pieces and the most BS goal I've ever seen in my life. It was That's a, really what I, happened. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't really a neutral here because I was 
I, I know it was sort of a rock and hard place type of game for me because my my head was telling me Chelsea and most of my heart, but like I think one of my ventricles was telling me Spurs. <laughs> um, and because because like I don't know, it's it's hard to describe. And this is a broader point I also wanted to bring up, which is like Spurs and Arsenal at the moment are so similar. I think like so similar we're both so bad and and for both I, I think we're gonna have a very similar season as well I don't know who's gonna finish on top I don't know what the North London derby is gonna hold obviously but like I feel like already both of us need to change our managers both of us have so many players who like just need to go mm. um I, I think but I think both both clubs there's just no sense of hope around at all at the moment like and I think I think the fact that both of us have had very similar results to Chelsea recently um, sort of highlights that. Uh, it's the thing, it's mean, the difference between us and Chelsea. Like Chelsea, they 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 very happily sack you know one of their biggest legends of all time and just hire a world class manager that was available and just do it like that. And it's supposed to never be like that. Spurs will never ever, as I know it, under Enoch and Daniel Levy, they will never be like that. They just won't. They they they'll hang on. They'll cling on. We'll get these crap results, and then we maybe we'll fire man in the season, and hire someone equally as poor. You know, Nuno, like he left Wolves by mutual agreement. It wasn't like he got he, he effectively he got he, sacked. He, he by didn't. Wolves. He didn't get poached. He didn't get poached, did he? It's and then crap. Um, it's just crap. What, weren't Crystal Palace very good? Of like very very close to agreeing him to be their manager. Something like that. Like honestly, <laughs> we went from Conte. We we agreed terms of Conte, and then he fucked off because of what he did or whatever. Like people from the start were saying, like, no, no, he seemed like a nice guy, and like, being a nice guy for some reason gets you a long way with Tottenham. <laughs> it, after Mourinho, <laughs> it's bare minimum. But none of these games, we've played, like, not one game since the start of the season have we played extremely well in. Main sense, no. okay, fine, because we had to. In all the circumstances combining, you'd probably say fair enough. First, his first game, first game back in the ground with fans, all this stuff, yeah. like whatever. Um, but since then, Wolves, we were crap. Watford, we were crap. M- Palace, oh, <laughs> we're, a bit, we're a bit better today. First half, we were good today. And then second yeah. half, Chelsea, as they do, will, will punish every little mistake you make. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. There's no no mercy, no remorse, no no human element to Chelsea. And, like, and, if you make uh, a mistake, as you've done you... it. <laughs> As you alluded to as well, I didn't think Chelsea played especially well at all, to be honest. This is, you know, this is back to back three nil wins for them. And I don't think they played well in either game, really. Like, no, 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 no. It's, it's just, it's just they find ways to get results every single week. Um, this, this sort of suffocating defensive football. It, it's, they are the Premier League's Atletico Madrid, but better. Like, yeah, more they, boring somehow. More boring. More boring. I mean, you got a, there are some, in some ways, you just got to hold your hand up and say, you fair. like Thiago Silva, absolute monster class today. He was unbelievable. Mm. Um, like Son, Son, Son wasn't shit. Like Thiago Silva just, just pocketed I mean, him a bit. Son, I don't, I don't think Son had a touch in the second half. He had that one chance in the first half, which I thought he probably should have scored. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Regulon had a chance where I don't know what the fuck he was doing, <laughs> but he should have just shot. And his chances like that, it, it colors the whole game if those chances go in. Yeah, and second half, as soon as we went in nil nil, I was like, "Well, they've got a better manager, they've got a better squad, 
They spend about a billion more than we have, so we're gonna yeah. fucked, aren't we? And we got fucked, and that's his end of yeah. it, you know. Were there um, any Spurs players you thought had an all right game? I thought Dyer and Romero were were okay. I yeah. thought they had a decent game. Uh, none of the goals really were their fault. I mean, the, the Kante goal is just like... And the thing is, if that, that goal coming is their their second goal, their 2-0 goal, it's so just, damning. It's, it's like, so uh, destroying. I, I will um, say that I thought I thought Dyer, out of all your players, I thought Dyer was probably the best. But he does have a way of like... When goals like the Kante one happen, they always seem to be at his expense. Like, it's not his fault, really. He's just quite... I don't know... He's he reminds me a lot of Maguire, but with a lot of the like ability taken away. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a mid-table player who's in a decent run of form right now. Maybe because of the other players around him are so poor. Um, Emerson and Regulon defensively, I think are are mid-table uh, less than mid-table defensively speaking, at least. Uh, Regulon, <laughs> what? Um, Emerson. I didn't actually think Emerson was that bad today, to be fair. He was nah. way worse against Palace. So I, I'm going to reserve my judgment on him. Hoy BA was great. Did, you know, I don't really know what else you can do when you got yeah. when you got those guys around you. And Dombele taken off bizarrely for... Uh, he was great, absolutely great in the first half and then taken off for no reason. Well, I, I, I thought it's, it's... Let's just say I don't think it's a coincidence that the one half of football this season where Spurs have looked quite good is when is the half that Ndombele has been playing. Yeah, shocking, um, right? Absolutely shocking. I, I don't know what it is with him, whether it's like a manager thing or if he really is this unfit and just because he did he did look like he was out of gas a little bit, but mm. I don't know. If you can get him playing constantly, consistently, and like lasting the full 90 minutes or or thereabouts, you are gonna have a better chance of like looking looking good going forward, but it just doesn't seem to work. No. And this is the thing, like this is why I think a lot of Spurs fans are already so bereft of optimism. Um we watched the game in midweek against Red and this is the thing, right? Also, this is a complete side point. How are we playing a team that was in the Champions League last year in the Conference League? What how is that <laughs> what? And Ren, you know, Stade Rene, they're a good team. I'm, I'm not going to accept any jokes. They're a good, they're a decent team. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, we've got a point. Um, we, we, and, played, we played them a few seasons ago in the Europa League and they, they beat us in one of the games. I think they beat you when they were at home. Um, but they Was were that a good when they team. still at... oh, they no, had, they, no. had, they, had, they had a lot of their good players then. They, they sold all their good players by... I remember ben, ben, off, ben Arthur dropped like a Hall of Fame performance on our head. <laughs> they had Ben Arthur, Ismail Asar, Ismail Asar scored against yeah. you. Yeah. And Camavinga and all them. Um, when we played them, obviously all them, all those guys been sold. And even then, we we created like I think we created one chance and we scored two. Like we don't create any chance. It's so it is, bad. This, this is a theme of 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 Nuno, though, isn't it? Like because it's so poor. I'm. It's. I, I feel the exact same way about Arsenal. Where I look at the players I we have, and it's like I'm sorry. You can make jokes about them being shit and everything, but there we've got. Both of our teams have got enough creative players. Hmm. Like, like you've you've got Delhi uh, and Dombele. I mean, Lacelso is crap, but hypothetically, Lacelso, yeah. um, Kane from the DM role, uh, and uh, same Arsenal. We've got you know Odegaard, Smith Rowe, Pepe, Saka, these guys. And but you, you watch the football, and for whatever reason, the way the managers you know try and play football matches, it just does not lead to chances. Um, hmm. It's terrible. And both, both, like, both managers will be found out. 
I think they've both already been found out. I hope <laughs> so. I mean, the thing is with Tottenham, Lucas Moura really is one of our is truly one of our best second players. He's the only one that's truly direct. Yeah. Um, and truly drives like Harry Kane. I, I can't expect, he was so pants today. Pants. <laughs> and I never like you know, in the on this podcast, I never really call Harry Kane out ever, even if he plays the worst game of his entire life. I'll try and defend him in any way I can. Yeah. But because of what happened recently, and because because uh, Jimmy Greaves like today, who in 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 Tottenham context at least, I don't know you know if you know, but like the he is regarded as maybe the best Tottenham player of all time. Yeah, yeah, I, I did and think that. Basically, every Tottenham fan out there knows this guy is heralded as the guy. Yeah. It makes you think with him dying today and the way he celebrated and his record. I'm thinking like Kane, like if you want to go, go like, cause this is the thing that there's guys out there that have been before you and this, this that, and the other yeah, who have done things far beyond what you've done far beyond. And Kane, they, they have stood the test of time. Will Kane have the send off that Jimmy Grease has yeah. today? Probably not. Probably not. Th- this, this doing. Kane handled this summer so poorly, so poorly. Like, mm. because that's the thing he could have kept, He'd have so much more sympathy in the bank for performances like today if he just at least just kept his mouth shut rather than like, you know, that golf course interview he did with Gary Neville where he was just like, Tottenham are shit. I'm not ready to win stuff. Bro, maybe Tottenham would have won stuff if you had played better sometimes. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's frustrating. And really, like, when I look at Tottenham now, well, this season anyway, Son is the danger man. Like, Son's the guy. um, Sounds a go. I love and it, this. I'm might, never this blame might him. be a bit like you. Do you remember when uh, at the end of the NBA season last year, where people were calling Chris Middleton the Batman and Yadis Yadis the Robin? This Disgusting. might be a bit like that. <laughs> but but and, and I'm sure I'm sure Kane will turn it around and finish with a. a I don't know. I don't know. Five really? games so far. Nothing to show. Nothing to show for it already. Mm. Um. And he's missed good like... chances. He's missed good chances. We've not yeah. created any chances, but some of the chances that we have created have come to him and he just fucked them up. Like It's, it's the same. It, again, like it is like, you know, Tottenham and Arsenal are bound by, by some sort of m- magic that goes beyond our understanding. But yeah. like a couple of years ago, all these debates about Aubameyang and Kane, and now both look so finished. <laughs> well, this is the thing, right? He does look crap, King, for Spurs, but then he puts on the England shirt and against Poland, I'm not sure if he saw the goal. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Kane of old, Kane of like prime Kane, basically. Picks the ball up 25 yards out, smashes it bomb, bomb right. And then for, yeah. for Spurs, he just looks like, to me, the way I see it, he looks like he just can't be us. He looks like he just can't be fucked anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's crap. It's just pants. And he, he's tarnishing his Spurs legacy every single game week at the moment. Yeah. The way he's playing. Like today, what was that? Like Jimmy Greaves dies and you, you, you do, you play like that. Disgrace yourself. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, Fuck off. Honestly. What are your, what are your feelings towards the, the upcoming North London derby then? Um, it's at the Emirates, isn't it? It is. Uh, I think we're going to lose. I think we're going to lose 1-2-0, two, two maybe. I don't think we'll lose by much. I think we definitely will lose. We've got some players back, which is a bonus. Who's coming back? Um, well, we've got like Sanchez Romero. Romero played today. He didn't. He wasn't fit. I mean, he flew back on Friday. 
Yeah, from that um, fucking ridiculous that situation. Bullshit. So he'll be back. <laughs> that, would, what... that would never happen to Chelsea, by the way. No, Chelsea just wouldn't allow it. Chelsea just wouldn't let no. him go. I'm sure I'm sure that has happened. I'm sure they have South American players that they have right now. They just didn't let him go. Yeah. Chelsea, that's just what they do. Um, we, we have, I think maybe Lucas will be back. I think we're basically the full-strength side for Arsenal. But I think with the momentum that Arsenal have right now, two wins in the trot, and the whatever the opposite of momentum is <laughs> that we have, I think they'll slow go men- into it. Slow momentum. <laughs> And it's almost, it's coming to the point where a lot of Spurs fans are theorising that come December, it could be looking like a Pochettino return because Ooh. he's not doing amazingly well. He's not no, doing he's, well. He's, he's flopping, isn't he? And Nuno, I mean, it's not, it's not really been good at all so far. It's been no. anything but good. And I'm praying for a Pochettino comeback. You know oh, I, mean? I, I feel like I feel like that would just utterly revitalize Spurs. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. Although I will say I don't think I don't think Lightning could be captured in a bottle twice like yeah, that. I, I, I think I think I think. Let me just say, if Poch does come back, I think his best days at Spurs will, will already be behind him. I think um, so. I think so. I think so. But it would just be nice to to feel something, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be nice. I, to think I like I like Nuno well enough. I don't think. Well, well, I, don't... I mean. Hate him, like Mourinho. Nice I hate it. Yeah, I mean, but... I know, I know. Um, I'm friends with a uh, a Wolves fan, and last season they all they all couldn't wait to see the back of him. Um, not because not, not because enough. he's not because he's a cunt in the way that Mourinho is or whatever. Not because he's a bad person, but because the football he plays just isn't good. Isn't good to watch. Mm. It doesn't get results. I think I told did I tell you that Wolves last season nearly broke the um. Premier League record for like most minutes played without scoring a goal. Um, it was like it was like I saw it was something like nearly ten hours of football without a goal or something like that. <laughs> and the <laughs> and thing you can, is, you can see Spurs are the feeding goals off scraps we scored, right now. The goals we scored so far, right? We scored three goals. Yeah, um, one more than Arsenal. One more than you asked. I was just yeah. saying, Arsenal, Arsenal. <laughs> what, every what single goal, club. every single goal is not. I'm thinking about it now. The Man City goal. You remember it, Son from outside the area. It's just Son brilliance. Like it's nothing about that is a team move or anything like that. The the Wolves game was a penalty. That's a penalty. And the Watford goal was a free kick that just happened to go in. Yeah. Arsenal's None of these goals just, are just, team moves, are they? They're not, nah, they're not just constructed to, in training. They're all just, just to, like random BS, like random like players being good BS. To to compare and contrast the the two Arsenal ones so far have been Odegaard's brilliant free kick. And um, when Abamyang <laughs> just bundled that ball in after Pepe <laughs> fell over onto it, uh, so we are—I think we are in such similar positions right now. It's true. Um, I mean, we had that—we had that game against City where I thought we were fucking magnificent, to be honest. Yeah, we've yeah, kind of right. played like that, as if we're playing Man City in every game. Yeah, after today, but we played like we're playing. I don't know who we're playing today. Um, it's just I. Time's really. Uh, I already think time's running out. I think he signed to a pretty crap deal, Nuno. I think he, Levy got him in. This is a problem with Tottenham as well. Like Levy got him in because he'd be easy to fire. Like he's almost yeah, like, which like a hold. Well, what, what's the word? Like a stop gap almost. Yeah. Between almost a like caretaker manager, basically. Almost, almost until someone better comes along, namely a Pochettino or not Conte. I think Conte is out of the question at this point no, for both no, our clubs. No. But. Don't worry, people. Oh, apparently, God. people around 
people around his camp have already said he'd say no to Arsenal. So nothing <laughs> yeah. to worry about there. <laughs> so overall, horrible yeah, week. Horrible furious, week. Absolutely furious, to be honest. Um, I don't think a final word on Chelsea themselves. I don't think Chelsea deserved the tool to win three nil. No, a bit flat. I mean, in the last twenty odd minutes it did feel like Chelsea were going to stat pad a few goals when the game was already over. As you said, mm. like the second goal was so BS, but I think Spurs just gave up afterwards. And yeah, I think we just they gave had, up. Like there were a few, like there were quite a lot of times where Chelsea were in your box and just like messing about. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the game was over by then. In, in the first half, yeah, Spurs were better. Chelsea, they just don't play, they don't play nice football. Like, that they're, they're, I mean, where do they get their goals from? It's defenders, it's defenders scoring. It's like obviously Lukaku now as well, which is why, which is why they, they have such a good chance of winning the title, I think. Um, and yeah, I don't, all I can say, and I was, I was talking to my friend about this today, honestly, for, for the, for all intents and purposes this season, when it comes to the title race, I'm a Liverpool fan. They're the, the only yeah. ones who, out of those guys who don't make my blood boil. I um, hate them. Stick- I hate Chelsea so. I hate them yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. <laughs> Liverpool, like Liverpool, like I, again. There's no innate Spurs Liverpool rivalry, which definitely does help. But at least the way Liverpool play football, they've got men forward and they and you know their attackers are scoring goals and doing stuff. Uh, like Chelsea, it's, it's it's just shit. It's just I shit think, yeah. football. <laughs> shit football is is de- you know defense first. It's I mean th- this is let's not forget. Apart from Luka, literally just Lukaku, um, this is the exact same team who were playing it just looked awful under Lampard mm. um and just you know th- I I think uh, you know maybe get for me three five two is Gabe's guard um <laughs> I, don't on, know. I, mean... <laughs> I, I really don't enjoy it I really don't um and yeah I'm sure if Hammerson was here he'd talk about how all these players are brilliant and everything and how they've always been like this or some shit but yeah, some oh just bollocks, I, I, yeah. I know the players I'm seeing I, I, I looked at Chelsea lineup today I was like this isn't good like <laughs> but I know they're gonna win and I know they're gonna win the title because like it's Chelsea it's, yeah. it's, it's just in their it's in their DNA like it's like they've got the sliders up almost like they've got the, the <laughs> FIFA BS sliders up they just maximise every single goal scoring facet of the game whether it be set pieces or whatever they just yeah. maximise it there's no artistry and, and listen no. I'm, I'm sounding so mad here and I am mad <laughs> it, fair enough I mean if it gets results it gets results but at the end of the day like that's how you play football it's not Liverpool is like Quite nice attacking football, pressing football. Even City, it's nice attacking football. Even Man United, it's, it's nice attacking football. Like the way they won today was great. Um, with Chelsea, it's just like by any means with, necessary. With, it's just with, utilitarian well, with, system. With all those teams you've mentioned, there's so you know. I I know both of us aren't a particular fan of the way City play football, but you know. City to some extent, United and uh, Liverpool, you know there's going to be a capacity for an enjoyable game when mm. they play. Chelsea, I can't remember the last time I actually enjoyed a Chelsea game. Like, they're all so boring. They're either low scoring or Chelsea win by a high margin, at, but all the goals were terrible. Mm. Like, it's so hard to explain. And I am just mad as well. I, I hate Chelsea. <laughs> I like, there's a lot, a lot of the stuff I say, if I heard someone else saying it, I'd be like, what are you talking about? But... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so painful, and the thing that's even more painful is that the Arsenal of of yeah of your would um 
we'd be playing sort of the opposite football, you know, beautiful, intricate, un- ultimately unsuccessful, but but lovely to watch football. And now mm. we, we play like Chelsea, except without the results. Yeah, like, it's I mean, so sad. It is what it is. And maybe that's the way football's going. And again, I'm sounding very mad. Like it, Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea are very good at they're maximizing whatever they're sort of like Drake in a way. Whatever the popular trend Ooh, is football, I like that's, this. that's working, they will maximize that to the fullest extent, whether it be the Conte three, four, three, whatever it is, or yeah. whatever Tuchel's doing right now, they will maximize it and they will they will get as much success as they possibly can out of whatever that is. Um and now, before our both both our respective managers came in, I'd argue that Arsenal and Tottenham slavishly stayed true to these principles of attacking football. But the, yeah. the managers we have now, they're trying to do this, and they're so bad. But they're not good at it. Just yeah. it's like, I'm not, what's the point in even watching this game? Yeah. With Arteta and Nuno, it's both of them. We've created, I think we've created less chances than Arsenal this season so far. You might have, I mean, I against... against I, Against Norwich, we created a fuckload of chances. To be fair, just because it's not, we we've had the Norwich tax. You haven't. Um, well, I, I covered a Norwich game the other day, and I don't think they're going to win a single game. They lost. <laughs> they, lost they lost at home to Watford. And they, bear yeah. in mind, Watford looked quite good because they got they've got a good attacking three and attacking three. Bear in mind where I I might take every single attacking. Oh no, no, you're, you're at Tottenham right now. <laughs> this is this is this is um. I know this, this is the thing, right? Like, this could be. I, I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but we we've done this the last few times. It's always worked. Like, there's this special thing that happens when you're so depressed with your team and this manager, where like you're looking at any other player or any other manager and thinking, oh, go on. Like I was watching, I was watching <laughs> fucking Newcastle the other day, and I was like. Brucey, come on. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but more, more, but more sensibly, I was watching Brentford, Brentford Wolves, right? And I was looking at Brentford's players and I was like, I'd, geez, I'd take so many of these guys. They're like trying, to- yeah. Tony's better than anyone I've got at my club. <laughs> um, well, the, thing, like- the manager as well, like that Thomas Frank guy, he see, and the thing is as well, there's something about uh, like, a seemingly totally delusional European manager that 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 seems to just bre- like, like a complete comedy character that <laughs> seems to just breed success. There's nothing funny about Arteta. He's so boring. He's just a twat. So, like, he's you know, a, even, he's, he's, a, he's a cunt as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was watching this Watford game, right? And I was just thinking, and this is not even like a wild take. Like Ismail Assar, this guy is so seriously He's good. so good. He's so good. We could really do with him. And I'm not going to talk about Cisco, obviously. I don't want Cisco at Tottenham. No, no, no. But they Jesus were attacking Christ. and it was end-to-end football. And I was like, for Tottenham, I've not seen end-to-end football in a while. Like, we just don't attack like that anymore. Nah, what, what, I, I think what Arsenal and Tottenham have got is different kinds of, like, stale football where... Because I've noticed Tottenham, their football is centrally a lot more stale. Like, a lot mm. of your... A lot of your attacks sort of seem to go down the middle, but don't work. Whereas with us, we've got, I mean, you've definitely noticed it in games you've watched. We are so, all we do is is get the ball to Tierney and just hope he can do something. Like, we've never tried to go down the middle. Um, mm. And that's the thing I noticed, like, when I watched um, Newcastle Leeds, uh, I was just struck by how entertained I was. Like, mm. like everything is like just rapid counter-attack after a counter-attack by both teams a little bit of chaos thrown in there sam maximan who 
I was looking at the way you look at Saar. I think he's immense and he's only going to get better. Him and Rafinha, I'd take both of them. It was, oh, in a fucking heartbeat. Like, what? Drop drop 100 milli for the both of them. That's Definitely. a massive improvement of. What, I'd swap Kane for the have. both of them at this point. I want. Yeah, yeah. Play Son as a central striker and just get both of them in. I'd take that every single day of the week. Um, this is the thing. This is the thing. I think there's there's clubs below both Arsenal and Spurs right now who have infinitely better managers. Marcelo Bielsa being the primary example. I think Rafa Benitez. I don't think the football's amazing, but I think he's yeah, a, bright, a Brighton, far uh, better manager. Brighton a fourth right now. So let me, let me let me talk about Brian real quick. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever said it on this podcast, but I definitely said it in our respective group chat with everyone that's in the podcast would be in. And I yeah. said, maybe a year ago, I don't know what it was. Graham Potter, this guy, this guy's serious. And, and, yeah. and Hamish and especially Hamish. Was, like, was, was, was basically calling me an idiot, like a fool, like a like, I don't know, nothing <laughs> about football. Yeah. This guy those, has those words exactly crap Brighton team. Yeah. Third place, fourth place, whatever. I've been saying from the start, Potter's been serious. There, there, there are there players around. They're a championship team. Like if you look at if apart from Basuma, really, if you look at the quality yeah. of players they have, they they wouldn't stay up without Potter. I don't think. And I don't know about you. Them... Like, I've watched I've watched every game they've played against Spurs at least, especially at the Amex. And I know I know we all hit the yeah. Amex here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they create so many chances. They, they, I mean, they, yeah, they don't have the personnel to finish them. But they, the the manner in which they create chances is so is let so, me, let such a let high me tell level you, of production. If 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 Potter got his grubby hands on uh, on Ivan Tony, like they'd win it all. They'd win it all. <laughs> It'd be less than two point oh, but it wouldn't because it wouldn't be like lucky BS. It'd just be no. a deserved win. It'd <laughs> if, be actually win because like they they create. And that's that's the thing with them. Like you know, a lot of the times when a team, let's say you know Arsenal Spurs, is struggling, um, and there, there are guys who still believe in the manager, and they always talk about not finishing the chances, blah blah blah. Like our teams aren't getting the chances. Brighton, it's like it literally is. If they had a striker who could score goals, they'd be a, a certified top mm. half team. Um, More pay isn't good, is he? He's not. No, I don't think he's a player at all. He deserves less pay, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's enough moaning about Arsenal yeah, yeah. and Tottenham. Um, we would round up the other games this week. Obviously, United beat West Ham. I So <laughs> I'll tell you about what happened with that game, personally, for me. I Because obviously the build-up for the Spurs game, I was watching it at, at a big Tottenham pub in Tottenham. And we saw the, remain, the remaining last minutes of the West Ham game. Funnily enough, when... Mark Noble was brought on sure. in the last minute to miss a penalty. And obviously that's, that's been the best, the best moment of my whole day. Yeah. Nothing else has happened. No. Um, West Ham looked really good. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that, to well, that, was, that, that was another one. I was like, because uh, Moyes is a slightly different case to basically all these other guys we're talking about, like Bielsa and all that, because I know, I know for, with 100% certainty that if he came to Arsenal, he would be atrocious. Mm. Um, I don't know why. There's no real ever. He's clearly a great manager. I know like, why. I know why. I know why. I think principally, he pressure is, in he, it. He's a motivator. That's all he is. He's not a tactician. Yeah. He's not anything like that. He's a motivator. Graham Potter is a is a tactician. Yeah, he's a guy that understands the modern game. Moyes has got a selected a group of players, and he has motivated these guys to be the very very best that they can be. 
Arsenal are very, guys yeah. aren't capable of that, I don't think. Well, and this 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 is what I mean as well. Like, um, this is why having a having a quasi manager is so important because uh guys like Tuchel, Tuchel Moyes, Potter, Thomas Frank, Pielsa, whatever, they are getting like every last drop out of the players they have. Like I still look at West Ham and they've got some really good players, don't get me wrong. And they've, I think they've invested really well over the past couple of years. But a lot of these guys that are playing so well, like uh, Vladimir Kufau and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm so like, they're without, limited. They're limited, aren't they? They're not, yeah, they're not, they're not great. Like, I, I think we've got better players at Arsenal, but one team has a fantastic manager, like be it tactics or just understanding of football or experience. Like, yeah, you're mm. right, Moyers. I don't watch West Ham and think like, They've got this crazy philosophy, you know. They've got this really defined way of playing. They've just got some good players in their team, and a manager who sort of knows how to use them and how to get the best out of them. And and that's why they're getting results. Whereas our guys, they don't have a clue. We have to say, like with Moyes, he's got 14, 15 years of experience more than both of our managers, doesn't he? Yeah. Really, Arteta has only a manager experience at Arsenal. And he's failed. And Nuno yeah. has, I think he's got, he had three years at Wolves, four years at Wolves. Yeah. Um, and Nuno is definitely more proven than Arteta is, but not much more. And not, um, in, he's a not, good, proven not in a good way, a necessarily. Yeah. No, no, not at all. He's had two good seasons, from my knowledge at least. And maybe he's had more Wolves fans, yeah. please call me out on that. But ultimately, he's not been proven to make a step up like Moyes he had 10 10 years at Everton consolidating them as a good side of course he's got the experience yeah um obviously it's a bit of a like when I think West Ham rehired Moyes I was a bit like this is gonna oh yeah so well I, I think um I think the the United years obviously did so well I say years like there was more than one of them um months <laughs> the United the United months did so like such I thought irreparable damage to his reputation, mm. but this this West Ham revival has been mad. But like, literally, take that out of it, and that I think that that damaged his confidence and everything so much because everything he was quality. They were they were a top four staple, um, mm. and yeah, I mean, I mean, look at them now. They're shy. Everton have, have never ever reached those levels since. Ah. So the you know, in in summary, whilst we're not talking specifically about the game, fair play to Moyes. I mean, like. His redemption story, I mean, it's a bit of a shame that it's with West Ham, but yeah, um, all absolute fair play to him. Like, fair play for bringing your career back for that. He was at Sunderland and it was looking terrible. Like, yeah, he's got a group of players and a fan, ba- a toxic fan base on board, and they're really looking like they're doing something as well. And I, yeah. I just wish that was my team. Well, right th- and this, this is why I think both of us can have hope. Um, I hate to say it, probably Arsenal more so than Spurs, but just the sort of size of the brand and like like neither Spurs nor Arsenal are ever going to be strapped for cash. We're always going to have money to invest in the team. Like granted, we may have owners who choose not to do it quite often, but like mm. I don't think either of our teams could ever like fall to be a lower half team consistently because they would eventually turn it around. I, I think both our clubs have decent enough squads like may you know lacking in top four sort of quality but let's let's say let's say Spurs or Arsenal get great in Potter get a couple of signings I'm hoping that wherever he goes we'll get Basuma as well and I'm hoping that'll be us um all of a sudden happy days again and mm, um true. and because you know people like Arteta have, have really dampened the term project and everything but 
like all of, like that could actually be exciting if it's under a good manager. It's true. It's true, hundred percent. And I think the worst bit of business we did in the summer, and this is all respect to Nuno, was signing Nuno. Like he, he is like I, I almost think he, he is a downgrade on Mourinho. He is Mourinho is Definitely. much better under Mourinho, and Mourinho is not he, doing amazing in Italy right now. But he's still an established manager and a better manager than, than Nuno is right now. I, I really don't understand. You think you think about it objectively. What is the logic in hiring him? He got released it, by Wolves. Like, yeah, it what? makes it makes absolutely no sense. Like, and and I think I think we all thought this at the time, but like obviously Spurs Spurs manager hunt dragged on for so long that I I, I think at that point they were just like fuck it, get anyone in. But mm. you you're trying to move away from Mourinho and this like horrible brand of football that Mourinho plays, and then to hire one of his disciples who plays the same way but with less success. What makes no sense? I, I think they just okay, they just okay copped it up. I think he was nowhere near their first choice, and they copped up the whole search, and they just they arrived at him. Basically, I think that's truthfully. I think Which, that's what happened. If Spurs can do that, it does make me worry about. Oh, I mean, you know, we've seen how incompetent Arsenal's sort of higher ups have been throughout the years. If if and when Arteta goes, and I still think it will be this season. Um, I. I'm very worried about what direction they'll choose to go in. Well, this is the thing with Arsenal as well. Like the last two games, imagine, was... like we were talking about Potter and all that. It will be Patrick Vieira, and it will be shit. <laughs> Let's hope so. I mean, Norwich, <laughs> Norwich at home is the easiest game we get all season. I think yeah, Norwich yeah, yeah. are destined to go down. I, I don't think they will win a game this season. I think this, they're that poor. I'm not trying to joke. I'm not trying to make fun of them. I said, I, I said that about Sheffield last year. It that would be unbelievable if it happened but i'm 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 waiting waiting excitedly because they look shit and funnily enough burnley at home burnley haven't won at home in like i think it's 12 games 15 games almost it's stre- stretching back to about january i think yeah the no, turf moor is no longer a fortress and i think burnley credit where it's due is still a tough team to beat away from I, home ooh, but they're not once re- the team they were i don't think yeah that's reminded me of a fantastic piece of commentary uh during the arsenal burnley game so as it was as it was approaching half time, uh, I don't know who I can't remember who the commentator was, but he said you could almost smell the pies. It's so close to half time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, think, Burnley! Yeah, uh, I can get I, on board I, with that. God damn! They. Uh, I, I, don't hope it's I, don't to, I don't want to waste my breath with Burnley. No, no. Um, but all in all, very disappointing weekend again for me as Tottenham fan. And next week's North London derby, so look forward to that. Love that. Well, do do you stick by the form? Form doesn't matter, sort of thing. I, no. I still do. I think. I think. We, think? I, think we're, I think we're so crap right now. We're that so listless, matter, and yeah. it, it, it's not. Bear in mind, I've watched how many games I watched the Spurs. Now I've watched every single game this season. I think it's about eight games, including the Conference League. Yeah, we have not created well in any. Any of those games, and those some of those games have included like random conference league teams. Like, yeah, I don't have any hope for Arsenal, and Arsenal will have their backs up because of the because of the form, because you know you've got two wins on the trot, and because Arteta needs that. I think Arteta wins against Spurs, he's safe for at least another five uh, games, in my opinion. I, I, I think you're right. I think um, I, I really for both of the two managers, it really is a huge game for them like it always is when it's the North London derby but you know Nuno is still he's still just about in that grace period like 
it, it's when it gets to October. No, nah, it's it's when it gets to October or like November that a new ma- a new manager is really in danger. Um, I think if Nuno loses North London derby even by a few goals, like which he, I think he's in danger. Zone. I think truly, in, yeah, yeah. That's when he gauging he, he the, the Spurs reaction today from the game today. I think bad. if, if, if bad, he lose if we lose badly. Oh, not badly, but if we put a poor performance against Arsenal, we lose. I think he's in real, real trouble with the fan base already. And I think the fan base, whether you know, whether you like it or not, like they do have an influence, they do have a voice, and they will yeah. get him out eventually. Well, um, I, I, to be honest with you, I think the Spurs fan base are, are well within their rights to be sort of disgusted about what's how this season so, started. Yeah. It's been crap. I mean, we beat City, yeah. and apart from that, it's been shit. It's well, been absolute that's, that's, shit. That's the thing. If if results if results had gone the same way as performances, you'd you'd probably be sitting on what three points right now, maybe maybe four or five. You've sort of yeah. conned your <laughs> conned your way into nine points. Well, people um, are saying like it's a good job we won those first three games because I don't yeah. know how many points we'd be sitting on now if we didn't got the, get lucky if, in those first three. Yeah, if Arsenal if Arsenal beat Spurs by like a couple goals, we'll go ahead of you. This is the thing. Um, so it, you know, this this is how it, it being this early into the season, like anything can happen still. And I think you're right. I think if if Arteta, I actually think the balance swings more with Arteta, where like if we if we lose the North London derby and don't play well, I think he's in immediate danger zone, where like right. one more bad result and he could be out. Um, yeah, because you have to pray pray that just because we've gotten two wins one nil wins against two of the worst teams in the league that the board aren't suddenly like we're back up and running because with like the problems we started with are still there like very much so um Mm. but if we win it's going to be at least five six games before there's that that question even pops into mind again yeah this is the thing again and we we've got a a very favorable run of fixtures at the moment as well I this I, and I was thinking today as well when we were playing against Chelsea, when we play against a more attack orientated t- a team that wants to score goals, not a team like Chelsea, which kind of just wants to grind out. They'll grind out one 0 every time. That's that's their yeah. get. The aim is to get three points. It's not to play good football. It's not to play nicely in any regard. I mean, I'm really slagging Chelsea off here, <laughs> but they're just there to win. Um, when we play like a Liverpool. I think we can. I think we could lose that five 0 if we play like that. <laughs> we're really not. We're really not going to get anything from from nah. from a team like Liverpool. And Liverpool especially look look. Ex- I, I think Liverpool are exceptionally good this season. Mm. United, I'm. I've got to say, United especially, I'm really worried about. Um, not in terms of that. I, I haven't seen their performance today and their performances so far. I, I don't think they're going to win the league. Lucky, um, they were lucky. They're just lucky today. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're just that, lucky. Yeah, that, most of the games they win, I, I feel like they've been quite lucky to win. Um, it always seems to happen with United where like, despite having all this like outrageous attacking riches and defensive riches as well, when they win a game, it's because it's because just fortune favoured them that game. Mm. Um, and I don't think that's going to carry them for the whole season. But against us, Jesus Christ, I think they could win like 4-0. Okay, thank you very much, Pat. Um, we'll see you guys on Wednesday, where we will be doing a little Games Gone episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy that. I'll be obviously including all the stuff from myself, Pat, and Temi, I think it was, in the episode where we talked about it in April. Hope you guys enjoy that. 
But until next time, Pat, it's been a fucking horrible week of football today. <laughs> Better for you, I assume. Yep, been, um, been yep. fairly enjoyable. Until next time. See you later. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to like, uh, follow the podcast, rate it on Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a review on it if you want. And yeah, have a good day, and we'll see you on Wednesday, where we will release this game for our next episode. Very nice, very nice. See you later.